Hello, my friend. Welcome to the Intentional Mind Podcast. I'm your host, Ange Barnard. And on today's episode, we're talking about making 2024 your best year yet. And I have my three top tips for you. Now, with that said, I want you to know that in this episode, we're going to be talking about energy, which is one of my favorite things to talk about. And how can I not talk about energy when we're talking about making 2024 your best year yet? And I'm also going to be sharing with you some Bible quotes that I think relate to the tips that I'm sharing with you that validate that. And I tell you that now, because if you're like, I am not open to hearing any of that, then you know it's time that you turn this episode off. Otherwise, if you are open or maybe you align with the same faith that I have, or you really believe that everyone has their own personal relationship with God or their creator, and you are not in a position to judge them, then let's go because I'm going to be sharing some things with you that I think will be interesting to you. And the other reason I'm giving this, we'll call it a disclaimer at the beginning, is because you know what I've noticed is that the more that I practice being my true self, being more authentic, um, shining my light versus dimming it, um, letting go of the people-pleasing stuff, the more I've noticed the haters pop in. And what I'm really proud of myself for is even on the days that I get messages where people are like, I disagree with this, or you talk about God too much, or you whatever it is, um, I have not let that bring me down. And the old me would have let that really bring me down. And now I've really gotten to this point where I'm like, I'm proud that I'm showing up as my real self. And I know what comes with that territory. I know that when you are a thought leader, as I tell my clients that I work with helping them land uh, their TEDx talks, like you are a thought leader, you're standing for something. You are going to have people that disagree with you. You are going to have people that hate on you for that. That's a part of it. You know, people like to throw rocks at shiny objects too. So remembering that too, misery loves company. Like we all know this, that kind of stuff. But what's really cool is when you can be at a place where your worth and the way that you feel about yourself isn't determined by what someone else has to say about you. That has been the work that I have done on my life, where I can find my worth and my value in God, I'll straight up say it, and in what I believe in about myself. Because it would suck if I walked around and I only felt good about myself when someone else validated me that day, when they told me I was enough, when they liked me you know? And some people live their life like that. Like they're happy when people are telling them good things about them, when they're noticing them. But if people aren't, then they're not happy. That's not a good place to be. That means you're giving your power away and you're making it be your worth, the way you feel about yourself come from other people. So thinking about that, like can it come from within? Can the way that you feel about yourself come from within? So that's just something I want to be practicing more of. Um. And even welcoming, like even reviews and stuff with things, it's like welcoming the negativity that may show up with that because at least I'm standing for something, you know, and I'm being brave enough to do so. So I just felt like I needed to share that with you. And I want to just remind you to 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 make 2024 your best year yet, like really start showing up as your real self for real. Where are you not? Where are you not showing up as your real self? Because 
I hear all the time from people that I admire the most, the shift that happened for them when they created massive success in their life came with when they decided to be more authentic, when they decided to be bold, to be brave, and really share how they felt, you know, act like the way they really feel, all of that. That's when things changed for them. Yeah, maybe more haters came, but the success and came with it. So that's something to think about. All right. With that said, let's get into these tips. I got some notes for you. So I said I was going to talk about energy, and I am. So the tip number one that I have to make 2024 your best year yet, meaning think about this, at the end of the year, and you're looking back and you're like, that was one of the best years of my life. I just looked back on 2023, and I I could say that. That was one of the best years of my life. Because I was really intentional about my energy. I just gave you an example of that. Um, and I had my vision. I'm, I had all the other tips that I'm about to share with you. So number one is to focus on your energy. First and foremost, none of the strategies, none of the do to-dos, all of that stuff matters if your energy sucks. It doesn't matter. So that's where the priority needs to be. And I'll tell you this straight up from coaching thousands, I'm not kidding with you, thousands of people over the past decade plus I've worked with, it's not the strategy that creates the success in their life, it's their energy, it's their mindset, it's their perspective that creates that in their life. Because I've seen people have the same strategies that I share with everybody else, but their energy which just really sucks, it's very catabolic then they're not creating the results that they want in their life. Because at the end of the day, every single thing is energy. So that is the number one thing that you need to focus on, I would say, hands down. And a big part of that might be your own personal relationship with your creator, because that's like the highest source of energy. So that's another thing to think about. Okay, when I talk about energy, I want you to be thinking about what are the things that shift your energy up? So think about creating a list for yourself. You can either just actually write this down or just go through this in your own mind. What are the things that shift your energy up, that make you feel really good? These might be the things that make it on your best moments list. Like every day when I fill out my planner at the end of the day, which I'm about to do today, the Gold Crazy Planner, it asks for the best moments of the day. Those are often the things that are my energy raisers. So what are those things for you? Be thinking about that because you want more of those in your life, more of that stuff. So what else to think about? Uh, I'm gonna give you some examples of some things that lift my energy up just to get your juices flowing. So for me, having intentional healthy meals, I've noticed I feel so much better energetically when I eat healthy. Straight up, I feel more proud of myself if I've made my own meal and I think it just like the different colors on my plate and there's like plants in there and stuff. I just feel so proud of myself. When I sit down and actually eat it with my husband, that makes me really proud of myself. Those are energy raisers on my list. Walks, walks, nature walks, anything in nature really lifts my energy up. Makes a lot of sense. Nature vibrates at a higher frequency. So that makes sense, anyways. But That brings my energy up. Plants, um, like candlelight brings my energy up. The fireplace, those kinds of things. Marco Polo, the app, 
that's an app that I use often with my friends to keep in touch. And I just, I love it. I love even when sometimes we pull up the app and we have like, it's in a weird position where we look like we have like triple chins and stuff. I still love it. It's like, it doesn't even matter what we look like. My friends and I will look like Hot Mess Express when we like pull this up. Or I always joke that my friends are giving me, um, or they have their own cooking show because they'll be talking to me on the Marco Polo app because the video it has a video on it if you're not familiar with the app. And I can see them like cooking and chopping things up as they're sharing what happened in their life. And it makes me feel like they're with me. And I feel like no matter how busy life gets, which it can get busy for us all, there's always these moments where I can stop and listen to Marco Polo. Like I can be driving. I do a lot of my Marco Polos when I'm driving, which I do in a safe way. I hold it off to the side. I still watch the road. But I just talk as I'm like driving as if my friend was sitting with me in the seat next to me. And it's like we're doing life together. And I feel like that brings my energy up. It makes me feel connected and it makes me feel a part of their life and they feel a part of my life. So that is an energy raiser, something I recommend uh, to stay in touch with people. Because what I've also noticed from the years of coaching is that a lot of times people's energy shifts really low or they go into that catabolic state, as I would call it, when they feel like they don't have a deep sense of community, when they don't have strong connections with other people, that's when you often see a shift down. So what are you doing in your life to intentionally make sure that you are strengthening those bonds and those connections and building that community? What are you doing? Like right now, I have a mastermind group. Some of you guys listening might be a part of that or commit to your vision mastermind group. That's a part of building that community because that's an energy raiser for me. I love hearing about the dreams that people have and the progress that they're making and being able to share how I really feel with other people, sharing our, being vulnerable about the things that, you know, where we feel not enough in or we feel like we suck in and like having a space for that. That, even though that's a space where I may be sharing something that's more of a down thing, it's still an energy raising space for me. It's a clearing space for me. So that's an energy raiser overall. We look back at my list to give you some ideas. Snuggling with my babies is what I wrote down. So right now, I have my cats. Those are my animals. Those are my babies right now. Snuggling with them makes me so happy. Just brings me so much joy. If you have a little fur baby, you know what I'm talking about. And uh, my future baby, if you have children, like snuggling with them hugging them, like that can bring you so much joy. So doing more of that, having more of those energy raisers in your life, making more time for that. Um, For me, it's like my future baby that's in my belly. Like I look forward to that, even like rubbing my belly and like thinking about my future baby, like that brings me joy. Hugs with my loves, I wrote down, hugging my husband, long hugs, um, hugging anyone that I love. I love that energy raiser. Movement first thing in the mo- the morning for me. That's an energy raiser. I notice if I start working, start doing other things and I haven't moved my body, it's like just my energy is not as good. It's like if I can just get up, move my body, I'm like I made myself proud first thing in the morning. It's like everything flows from there. Slow sipping my hot drink in the morning, that brings me joy. Like taking time to slow drink that, if it is, whether I'm having tea, whether I'm having cacao or coffee. Um, I had a huge aversion to coffee recently with this pregnancy, but I got it back. Got my love for coffee back, but I'm still drinking like my other hot drinks, mixing it up. Um, journaling, that brings my energy up. Finding new music 
I do a lot of facilitation. So when I'm teaching workshops and classes online, I love finding like new upbeat music and playing that and mixing that, DJing on the Zoom that I do. Um, all of my clients that I'm helping with their their TEDx talks, they know what I'm talking about. I like playing DJ throughout the day, switching it up with different songs during our breaks. And it really raises my energy. So what are the things for you that are your energy raisers? And how can we bring more of those things into your life? I'll tell you right now, another thing that's an energy raiser is new experiences. So what have you done to make sure that you have a lot of fun new experiences this year? How are you going to be intentional about that? The other day, I sat down with my husband and we got our big calendars in the mail, the Jesse Itzler ones. If you listened to the last podcast episode, I got my big ASS calendar. I'm so excited. I haven't officially filled it all out yet, but I did brainstorm all of the adventures that we're going to have this year, all the travels. We marked out dates for those. Um, I put in their concerts that I wanted to go to, different kinds of conferences, uh, different festivals that were happening that I'd never been to, um, like other experiences I'm all about, like different cooking classes, international ones, dance stuff, like I'm all about these new experiences. Last year, I remember I made the mushroom logs, like you get a log and you put the spores in it and you so you can grow mushrooms. That was so fun. That was such a new experience for me. So I want more of that stuff because that raises my energy. I'm excited to share about those things. So I want you to be thinking about that. What, what newness are you bringing into this year? When are you going to have these adventures? Are you going to sit down and actually plan them out? Because you know how it is. If it's not in the calendar, you haven't blocked it off. What happens is then me work work might just take over. That happens for a lot of people. And before you know it, you just worked your entire life and you really didn't do a lot of fun things outside of work. I mean, you may be blessed to have work that is really fun. But the other things that make life so meaningful, those other experiences, you got to be intentional about creating those or they don't happen. I can tell you right now, it's not. I travel a lot. In fact, I... My husband and I looked and 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 to see how many different countries my unborn baby, like baby in the womb, would have been to by the time it's born, and it'll be like nine different countries that the baby has been to. I'm not talking about states or anything like that. More beyond that, but I'm talking about like different countries. I'm like, dang, that baby in the womb is pretty well traveled. Well, that doesn't just happen. It's because I intentionally plan that because it's a lot of work to plan travel stuff. And to have fun. It is, but it's so worth it. It's the kind of work that is so worth it. All right. That's what I want you to be thinking about. What other adventures are you having this year? Let me go back to my list. Okay. So those are some lists of energy raisers. What are yours? What are yours? Then I want you to be thinking about the things that drain your energy because how can you be doing less of those things? How can we work that out? If it triggers catabolic energy for you or is really draining, that's an example of catabolic energy being generated. It's exhausting, draining, feel depleted afterwards in the way of not like, oh, I I ran a marathon and I'm proud of myself kind of way, more of a like, that was like such a waste of my time kind of way. You know what I mean? It's difference there. So the draining list, this is what I have on it. When I am booked back to back with too many sessions, like where I haven't got a break away from the computer, that can be very draining to me. 
So just mental note for myself, how can I add more of those energy razors where I prioritize the walks in between during the day? Because I know that makes me feel good. Eating unhealthy foods stemmed from convenience. That makes me feel like crap. That really drains my energy. And it's usually, I emphasize this here, stemmed from convenience. It's because like that's, I didn't plan. Like I didn't set up healthy meals. Earlier this week, I ended up making all these little breakfast casseroles and they're so yummy. I made those. It was like in one one shot, made it all. I made like multiple other meals and it was so much easier for me to be healthier this week because I just grabbed like it was my go-to instead of stopping at like somewhere quick. It was like, oh, I can easily grab the thing of the eggs and like this veggie casserole thing. I could easily grab my broccoli um, or Brussels sprouts and sweet potatoes and my protein, like it's there. It was so yummy. Like I could just grab that. It was, I made it easy for myself. Now, how can you make your habit that you want to have easy for yourself? Being intentional about it because you know the alternative is you're going to be doing something that is energy draining to you. You're not going to feel good then in your body. You're not going to show up well. Like let's just call ourselves out for it. So being intentional is the key here. What does that look like? That looked like to me and a set date that I was making these foods to make it easier on me. The same thing is with like being intentional about your money. You know, it's like having a set date, like the Finance Friday or Money Monday, where you review your finances, where you have your cash flow plan that you're working on, all that good stuff. Other energy, energy draining stuff. Certain people, certain people be draining your energy. You know who these people are. Some of them you might be, you might just have to be around because it's like part of your working environment, whatever it is. Now, that's when I'm going to encourage you to change your the way that you see that situation. Um, how can you still show up with the best energy? This is where you need to come in with the really high energy as much as you can. If you know it's going to get start start to get brought down by someone around you, then you're going to be really intentional about your energy because that's what's in your control, not them. So I noticed for myself, like I can handle a lot of that lower energy from other people if I'm feeling really good, if I'm showing up feeling good. Now, if I'm struggling with my own energy and their energy sucks and you put us together, it's like, deflated balloon very quickly, right? So those are the things to think about is like, how can you bring your energy higher? What is in your control? Um, The other thing is, is it in your control to not be around some of these people? Probably in some situations. You can limit your time with people. You cannot spend time with someone that you know is just a huge energy drain um, versus being a people pleaser or doing it because you feel bad or any of that stuff, because then it's you showing up from the lower energy into that situation. This is another thing I want you to pay attention to, is when you're showing up to situations, what kind of energy are you bringing to that situation? Because it's not serving anyone if you're showing up from this resistant, I don't really want to do this energy, I'm just doing this because of guilt or I feel bad. Like, Don't even show up that way then. Don't bring that energy into the space. That's something to think about. That's something I've been checking myself on. It's like, do I really want to do this? And if I'm showing up from that lower energy, I'm responsible for that energy I'm bringing in. So it's like, I don't want to show up from that place. So my best option then is to decline, is to remove myself from the situation because I know I'm not going to show up well. And that's you being intentional. Another thing to think about is like, if there's anything on your list that is like work-related, like certain tasks that you might do um, as it relates to work that you're like, how can I get, how can I delegate some of this stuff? How can I do less of that? 
because it's really draining to my energy and I want to be doing more of the stuff that lifts my energy up. What are those things specifically? In my career coaching process that I work on with people, we declare those things. What are the things that drain your energy? And I look at that and we really think about as you move forward into your next opportunity, how can we lessen those and increase the other things where you're using your strengths more, you're doing stuff that you love more, you're getting more time for this other stuff like snuggling your babies and hugs with people that you love, quality time, adventures, all of that stuff. How can we make more of that happen? It's going to help you if you reduce some of the energy draining stuff. Okay, so that's what I want you to do is to focus on your energy. Easier said than done, I know. But what's going to help you is get some insight into what your energy looks like. You can do an energy assessment. I always talk about that. You can go to my website and you can see if you hover over the coaching. So it's angebarnard.com. You'll see how it talks about all the energy assessment stuff. You got to like hover over and then it'll see like energy stuff in there. So you can check that out. All right. So here's a couple quotes that I wanted to share as it relates to energy. So in the Bible, there is a quote from Luke 6, 38. It says, give and it will be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaking together, running over will be put into your lap. For with the measure you use, it will be measured back to you. This goes back to the energy you put into something will come back to you. Um, We talked about this with Moshe. We had an episode with him where we talked about the energy of the creator is in the created, whatever you're working on, just how important your energy is that you're putting out there. That's why I don't like to show up with crappy energy to a situation and think that I'm going to get a good result out of it. Usually it doesn't work that way. Usually I need to shift my own energy first so I can do these simple things that make a huge difference, like focusing on my energy in the morning. I have a whole episode, I have multiple episodes on morning routines. This new year, be thinking about your morning routine. How are you gonna get that energy up in the morning? It matters so much because everything flows from there. I think episode 128, uh, three simple morning habits that make everything else easier. You can look at that episode. There's an older episode too that dives into it. Okay, so another quote that I wanna share. This is from Philippians 4.8. Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there's any excellence, if there's anything worthy of praise, think about those things. So this is when basically we're getting called to really focus on the goodness that is there. Because where your focus goes, energy flows from there. So what are you intentionally focusing on first thing in the morning? I talked about a while back about how I used to wake up and my immediate first thought was I'm behind. I'm behind. That was the first thing I thought, like, oh, I need to rush. It's like my brain was just focusing on the lack, what was wrong. Now I wake up with gratitude. I literally wake up. Sometimes I still have the the thoughts that are negative, but I shift out of it very quickly. Like I'm like, okay, starting my morning with gratitude. Before I get out of bed, I'm like, thank you, God, for whatever it is. I list those things and I really try to keep my place my energy in that higher energetic state. Now, you know, I'm, I'm shifting all the time because I'm a human, but I have, I'm intentional about it. Okay, so those are my tips when it comes to tip number one. That was a long one, but I hope you got it. It's all about your energy. Number two, this is also, I think they all can be summed up in your energy, but number two is the thing I always talk about, which is clarifying your vision. And we have our Clarify Your Vision online retreat coming up January 20th or 21. There's two dates that you can choose from. Um, 
and you can show up and I'll go through the entire process of clarifying your vision. You can still get the discounted rate. I just extended that. So people had asked me to because of the holidays. We just extended it to January 10th. So if you sign up now, you're still going to get that rate. So you'll see the link in the details. But my whole point here is you need to have a vision. If you want to make 2024 your best year yet, you got to be training your brain and guiding it where you want to go. You also need to create a vision that aligns with how your mind works. That's something we talk about. There is a quote. I share this in the course. It's Habakkuk 2, 2 through 3. This is a dude that, this is me paraphrasing everything. Um, so he was a prophet. And he was someone who was really frustrated about how his life was going. So he calls out to God, like, I'm frustrated. The first thing that is said to him is write a vision. Make a vision. You don't like how things are? Make a vision. Make it plain. Make it clear. Put it on tablets so the one who sees it will run. Although it tarries, may take a while, wait for it, it will surely come. So that's the first thing that is said. Write a vision. You want things to change? Have a vision for your life. Okay, this is also in alignment with training your brain because what's gonna help you do is help you tag what is important that you wanna focus on and it's gonna help it so that you zoom in and focus on that thing because you're telling your brain what to focus on. Just like when the example I always give, you wanna buy a new car, all of a sudden you see that car everywhere, it's because you've done some selective tagging there, you trained your brain to see it. Whereas before your brain was filtering it out wasn't noticing it because the brain's not going to take in all the stimuli that's happening. If it did, you would shut down. So you want to be intentional about what it's taking in because if you're not telling it what to look for, what opportunities to seek, it will filter those out. You will not see them. They won't be made available to you. This is why also when I start talking to clients about what it is that they desire, all of a sudden they start to see more opportunities to make that thing a reality or people start reaching out to them, or whatever, their brain is noticing it. They've opened themselves up to it because they've created a vision around it. They've created an intention around it. They put their focus there and their energy there. That is essential for you having your best year yet. All right, this other quote you may have heard, you have not because you ask not. Maybe you heard that. So this is a quote that that's kind of like a summary of a quote, a longer quote that's in the Bible. And it's from James 4, 1 through 3. What causes fights and quarrels among you? Don't they come from your desires that battle within you? You desire but not do not have. So you kill. You covet, but you cannot get what you want. This is related to jealousy. Um, so you quarrel and you fight. You do not have because you do not ask God. So this is clear here. You don't have because you don't ask for it. When you ask, you do not receive because you ask with wrong motives that you may spend what you get on your pleasure. So the whole point here, this is an energy thing. It's like if you're going to show up, and you're going to ask too for something, then show up with the right kind of energy around it. Don't be showing up jealous of what someone else has and coming in from that energy or coming in from the energy of like you just want it just for your own ego, like, you know, that kind of, it's all the lower energy stuff. So it's like being mindful of your energy when you do ask to is important, but just emphasizing like in summary, you don't have what it is you want because you don't ask for it. The vision is a way that you're asking for what it is that you desire. And you're also training your brain to work with that and get that in your life. I talk about the three perspectives around having a vision in the Clarify Your Vision event. So you can check that out. 
Um, some people have asked me, will there be a recording of it? If you actually register for the event, I will send you a recording of it. So you can check that out. I'm only teaching. I don't. I only plan to teach it twice this year, and that's January, those two days. Um, so hopefully you show up, you can get that, or you can at least get the recording. Um, let's see. So showing up with the right energy to the process is essential. We talked about that. The other thing we talked about, when you set your goals, doing it in a way that aligns with your mind and the identity-based goals. That's something that we do differently in the Clarify Your Vision. When we go through, what happens is when you do this event, you're going to set goals for each area of your life. You're going to do it in a way that is identity-based. And then you can start to think about who do I need to be every day to make that that identity of who I want to be a reality. If I want to be a professional speaker, who do I got to be today? What are my habits? Who do I hang out with? How do I show up? Like that's the next level stuff you need to be thinking about. And a lot of people don't think about that. And that's why they don't make their dreams a reality is they're not looking at it like that. They're just like, oh, this sounds cool. I want to, you know, lose weight or I want to, but they're not thinking about the next level stuff. So we're also going to be talking about that, the training piece, the identity work that is associated with it. Um, Another bonus tip that I got to share with you. I just heard this and I was like, this is so good. So I was listening to someone and they were talking about why you don't want to visualize you having the thing that you want. And I was like, what? I think you do, though. So I was like really drawn into this. And this person said, and it made so much sense, that instead what you want to focus on is visualizing your life after the thing that you desired became reality. After. So it's not even like the thing itself, like, like, you know, you getting the trophy. It's like what your life is like after you receive the trophy. Like, let yourself go there. And then there's less of an attachment. It's more about like instead of because what you don't want is to be attached to the process of how it happens. Let the how be up to God. Right. Be open to that. I mean, obviously, you need to take action. We all know that. But you know what I mean? Be open to the how showing up in different ways. Like I might be really, I want to, I might, I remember when we wanted, when we lived in downtown Beaufort, South Carolina, we wanted this uh, specific kind of, you know, home and like at the certain cost. And the first one didn't turn out. And I could have been so attached to that. But instead I was like, Oh, it'd be cool to have like, like I pictured my life like running around the downtown area, what it was like after I had that place. And it opened up in a different way that I did not expect. And I really wasn't attached to the how of it. So when you allow yourself to envision what life is like after you have the thing, then it can open you up. It's just a little energy shifting thing to think about. And if you really think about it, it's very helpful. And if you like to look in the Bible and be like, is this supported? I'm going to give you some quotes from the Bible that I'm like, oh, this makes sense. So in Mark 11, 20, 22, let's start with that one. There's a lot of, I talk about these quotes too in the Clarify Your Vision. Um, when I talk about the biblical perspective behind it, I share multiple perspectives around why you should create a vision for yourself. And um, Mark eleven twenty four is one of my favorite verses. It's, therefore, I tell you whatever you ask for in prayer believe that you have received it and it will be yours. So it's like, let your mind go to the space that it's already yours. Already yours, done deal. Amazon package on the way. You ain't worrying about it. You ain't worrying about how it shows up. You just trust that it will. 
believe that you've received it. It's already on its way to you. You already have it. So you're just going about life as if, as if. So that's the energetic space that I'm talking about. And then in uh, 11, 22 to 23, still with Mark, it says, and Jesus answered them, have faith in God. Truly, I say to you, whoever sits to this mountain, be taken up and thrown into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that what he says will come to pass, it will be done for him. That it will come to pass. Like this is after the fact. If you trust that it's like already done, already happened, then that can come for you. So just letting your energy go there. Because sometimes we create visions for ourselves. We set goals, but we get really attached to them and how they're going to show up. And if it didn't show up the way that we wanted, all of a sudden we're like, eh, we're like frustrated. It's not going to happen for us because this one thing didn't work. And we start to go there. That's that shift down where we can still be in a state of like, I'm still acting as if I trust. I might not know how, but it may come to be. This past weekend, I went and saw my former pig, Wally. If you've been listening to the show for a while, you probably know the Wally story. Um, I'm going to just simplify it for you in a nutshell. I used to have a pig that lived with me. His name was Wally. And I ended up, when I had to move and all the things, and I realized it wasn't a good situation for I lived in the city limits. I wasn't even supposed to have a pig. Um, And this pig was like, it's for their mental health. They're not, they need to root in the ground. It just was not a good setup. But I loved him so much. And I had him for three years. And he slept with me. He was like litter trained, all the things. And um, I remember praying for what I wanted for him. And I dreamt it all. I wrote it all down. I wrote a whole list of what I wanted for him. I was like, Wally, and I acted as if. I wrote it down. I brought it to lunch every day. I was like, Wally is living at a nonprofit farm where children with special needs come and visit on a regular basis. That's close to my house. I can still be part of his life forever. Yet, like, I wrote this whole thing down. My rational mind had no idea how that would come to be. But I was like, I was literally acting as if. I mean, there was definitely, if you know this full story, you know there was a point where like I doubted and was like, oh, it's not going to happen. And then it's like someone was like, you need to practice what you preach. And I was like, you're right, you're right, right? So I went back to like believe in. And it was like how I got connected to the family is insane. I ended up finding out that Wally's sister, like mind you, this pig is from England originally, like his papers from registered in England. Um, His sister was living like just, you know, maybe 10 minutes from my house at a nonprofit farm where the owner had two children with special needs. She did the same thing, had the pig in the house, thought, realized it was a bad idea after a few years, moved him outside. So she understood this transition that I knew needed to happen that was a really hard thing for me. So anyways, I got connected with them and that's where he went. And it was really cool because I used my nonprofit knowledge. I actually have, that's what my master's degree is in. I did a lot of nonprofit work stuff before. So I was able to help turn this organization into a 501c3. If you're familiar with the nonprofit world, you know what that means. It means federally exempt in the US, which is not an easy thing to do. Um, anyways, and it was so cool this past weekend. I went there and I got to see Wally. He's 10 years old now. Um, he's living his best life. He's so happy. I, it's so cool to see what the farm is up to and the different events. And I feel so grateful for that. And I'm telling you this because I imagined it was like as if, like I was like, this is, I don't even know how the heck this would happen. But I really let my energy go there. I went to this place of surrender and trust. If you know the full story, it's a really good story. I'll share it some some other time um, in, in more detail. But 
it was like such an example of where it's like, whoa, like I, I couldn't have done that on my own, the way things aligned. And I have so many stories like that. And I'm sharing this with you because I've had people recently tell me like, I don't believe in God. Like I don't believe in any of that stuff. And, and it's like, this is your own journey. Like you, you're going to, you're going to work through that, figure out what is best for you and your relationship. Um, but for me, it's like, I can't not, not after all the things that have happened in my life. I'm like, well, this is insane like what shows up and how things are. And I really want to be a person that believes for more and has that kind of faith that's like, I'm not going to like doubt, like, I don't know. I, I don't want to be someone. And also like, what if it, okay, let's pretend it it wasn't real. Like, would it hurt me to believe that it is? Would it hurt me to have that higher energy and joy throughout my life? No, that's like, that's only good for me to feel that way. So anyhow, there's so much stuff has happened that you just can't deny miracles. The fact that you can create a human inside you, like, like, come on now. Like, how fast this baby inside of me is growing? I'm like, you were just the size of a jelly bean, like, what, a couple months ago or whatever it was, and now you're, like, a navel orange? I mean, how fast? This is insane. For we know what, you're going to be speaking Spanish and English and, like, all the things. It's like, miracles. Miracles. Okay. What else? Uh, What was my whole point? Let's, let's recap that. Is to clarify your vision. That's what we were pointing out here. Because that's what I did too with the Wally story is I got clear around what I wanted for him and my involvement in his life. And I saw opportunity to make it happen. And that was only after I gained a vision, I gained clarity and I started acting like that person. I was training my mind. I surrounded myself with the right people. Started with the vision though. Get yourself a vision this year is what I'm saying. Okay, I'm done. Um, and come join us January 2021. You got the link. It's in the detail section. If you have any questions, you can email me. Um, the other thing I want to emphasize to anyone who has signed up, don't worry, you will get the Zoom link if you haven't got it yet and the workbook. It's going to be closer to the date. You will see it in your email. If you don't see it and you get worried, just email me and I'll uh, make sure that you get it. But that's coming. I haven't sent it out the final things yet because I'm waiting for everyone to confirm and we still got some time as I'm recording this episode. All right, the last thing, I gotta check my time because I've been rambling. Oh my gosh, this is gonna be a long episode. It's okay, it's okay. We're gonna go with it. The last thing I wanna share with you is something that I'm doing differently this year when it comes to being intentional. It's my third tip for you. Set an intention on who you want to be. That is my tip for you. So what I'm talking about, is there a word? You, you, always, you often hear people do this. They pick a word of the year. It's an intention setting exercise. Like how, what you want to focus on, the energy you want to create, that kind of thing. But I also recommend you take it to the next level. And this is what I'm doing this year is I picking in the word of the year and I like pray about it. I'm like, God, what do, you want, what do you want my word to be for this year? When should I reflect on? And the word that's been coming up to me is gratitude. And so simple. It's something we talk about often. It's in the first state of that really positive energy, the anabolic energy. And I think it's like the foundation for all the other things that you build up from there all the other goodness. Gratitude. So that is my word for this year. Then I'm thinking about a song that relates to that word. Something my, like my soundtrack this year or something I can always go back and listen to and it reminds me of that word. Something I want you to think about. If you pick a word of the year, what's a song that might be relative? This is next level stuff. So I went with Brandon Lake, which he has a song called Gratitude, which I think is just so beautiful. So I'm going with that. I like that. And then I also found that I can go see him in concert this year. So I was like, cool, I can add that to my many adventures list. And then um, a scripture. Personally, for me, I'm picking a scripture that relates to that. 
So this is what I'm going with. I'm going with the very common scripture of do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. So this is where it's saying like with thanksgiving, like if you're asking for something, you're showing up with gratitude first. And I always want to be that person. Like as I ask for things and I pray about things and I dream and envision, I'm like, I'm grateful for where I am. Thank you for this. And really thinking about that, like even when like I'm with my career coaching clients over the years, it's like they've been in some crappy situations and it's like getting to this place where it's like, I'm grateful though, like for the experiences I have, for the things that I've learned, like reflecting on that kind of energy and, and you can add that into it and I want more, but at least you're showing up from that place, grateful and, so you can fill in that blank. Um, Another quote 1 Thessalonians, rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstance for this is God's will for you. And so this is like like how God wants to show up in nutshells, like be grateful for all the things because reminding yourself all the things can be used for good. That is something to always think about. Even when, oh man, so often I'm always playing with that one because I'm like, oh, this thing got canceled or we still didn't find this place to stay. And it's like, this is happening for you. I keep coming back to that in some way. And then I start to see, my brain start to see evidence of that. And I have cool stories to tell because I'm thinking about it in that way. It's like, thanks God for this. I don't really want to thank you for this, but like, okay, I'm thanking you because I know and I'm so excited to see what you're going to do from, from this place. And I really feel like when I'm able to do that shift, like I said, I got cool stories to tell. So watch that. Practice that. Next time things don't go your way, can you be like, okay, what you got for me? Like what goodness is going to come out of this and start to get your brain to see that. And you say, thank you for this. Thank you for this lesson that I need to learn because usually that's related. Some of the difficult people we have in our life is often related, I believe, to a lesson that we're learning about ourselves, about maybe like setting boundaries, about being more true to ourselves, um, those kinds of things that might be there to help teach you that lesson. Okay, so those are my three tips. Let's quickly recap them. And I also want to give a shout out, Clean and Claire, that left a review. Thank you so much. Shoot me an email if you're listening about your ideas around design. You talked about like a design of like someone cutting out the like the sandbag and the hot air balloon and raising it. I'm just so curious about all your different designs and I would love to chat with you. So thank you for that review. Anyone else leave a review if you haven't done so. We would love that. That helps the show grow and helps people find the show more. And it's just another example of expressing your gratitude. Okay, so recap and that's what I was doing. Recap. Step or tip number one is to focus on your energy. We talked about energy lifters, energy drainers. What are those? Really thinking through that. Prioritizing your energy first thing in the morning. What's your morning routine look like? What are those things you're going to do to raise the energy up? And then we talked about clarifying your vision, how you need to have a vision if you want to make 2024 your best year yet. So spend some time thinking through what you want it to look like. And then the last tip I shared with you is to set intention on who you want to be. So maybe there's a word that you choose, however you want to set that intention. Uh, Maybe you take it to the next level, you pick a song that relates to that word. And then maybe if you want, take it to the next level and you pick a scripture or a specific quote that really drives home that intention that you have. 
and you reflect on those things. Listen to that music, you reflect on that specific quote, you repeat that that word to yourself, you focus on having that kind of energy. That's going to help you have an amazing 2024 and be intentional about how you show up. All right, if you haven't signed up for the Clarify Your Vision event, do so while you still get the special rate. I will see you soon. Have an amazing day. Bye.